What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season, the show all about animation. We got cartoons, movies, anime, shows. Did that in a weird order, but that's okay. Because today we are, today is Thursday, right? 23rd, in the middle of our Christmas week here. And today's a good one. Today is actually the only movie on this list that I haven't seen. Although Grinch, I only kind of half seen once, so that one kind of doesn't count. But this one, we got Klaus, a movie that I have full on never seen. I don't even think I saw the trailer when it came out. I just remember this was a 2019 film, I believe. And I remember it coming out. I think it came out like around Christmas, maybe even on Christmas. Um, people really enjoyed it. So figured I'd finally watch it for this week. And yeah, we're going to talk about a couple things here. I like to talk about the in, in, something that really hit me when I was watching it, which was how they kind of used the kids to change the town. I, I think that's a really good angle to use because um, obviously they're in the town where it's just like fighting and there's no communication and there's just, you know, tradition that is very much, um, you know, overstated as welcome. So now they use the kids the future generation to change the you know the the course of, of this the island um, and then also kind of want to touch on the Santa Claus tropes that they're able to sneak in here um, you know because it's not like we know this is the movie's called Klaus dude here is obviously Santa right but it's not like I don't know it's just like the way they approach it is is, is very interesting to me yeah, we'll talk about those couple things uh, before we do that. First things first, make sure to go to the Tiger T YouTube channel or anywhere else you get podcasts. You can find this show. Links for everywhere you can find it will be down below, as well as Tiger T Twitter and my own personal Twitter, um, where you can interact. Especially if you don't have YouTube, so you don't have a comment section. Twitter's the next best place. Um. And then, yeah, so let's get into it. Let's get into the first thing. Like I said, we use the kids to change the town, right? The future generation, that's always what it's all about. Um, you know, the parents always bear the tradition and try to carry it forward. But sometimes we need to break the link. We need to break the cycle, right? Um, what's the what's the Game of Thrones thing with Daenerys? She's like, we're not going to be part of the wheel. We're going to break the wheel or whatever. Um, Game of Thrones reference for you. Just, just you know, just wait until they make an animated show, then we'll be able to talk about it. Um, with their 17 spinoffs that they're doing. Um, but yeah, we're using the kids, man. And I really like this. So this first all starts off, you know, the, the kids being a big part of it. It starts off with, um, you know, the kids start to be f too focused on writing their letters. Or playing with their new toys. Right, so before they were always... A part of the hijinks there was a part of the rivalry you know they were throwing stuff at other people they were you know making weapons or whatever um, but now all the kids seem to be gone they, you know they seem to be absent from the fighting because they're either writing letters or they're playing with their new toys you know and, and that's kind of where everything starts you know that's that's the gateway to this new future and then on top of that, we find out that these toys can bring them together. You know, we have the nice scene where 
you know, a couple of kids from opposite sides, they start to play with each other. And, you know, they may get broken up and then we learn the history or whatever, the two sides. But it's really nice because they, in that moment, they're kids, they're humans. You know, we just live in the same place. Let's play together. Like, why, why do we have to fight? And then a rumor goes around where Klaus can only give toys to behaved kids. Obviously, Jesper here, he's the one who starts it, um, you know, because he doesn't want to give the toy to the one kid, right? Um, and that causes further ripples because it's like, okay, now we can't just be writing letters. Now we have to make sure we're good or else these letters, all this time is going to be wasted. So now it's not just they're distracted from the fighting and the rivalry. Now they're actively avoiding it because fighting is bad. Fighting is naughty, right? You're going you're gonna to put on the naughty list. Um, and again, further ripples where it's like, Again, it's it's one thing to not partake. It's another to go against, you know, um, and we see that more and more with like them being nice to each other, them like doing things for each other, them even actively like trying to take away the weapons from certain situations of like the adults, which is nice. Um, yeah, and then like I was saying, you know, not only are they nice to each other, but they kind of force the adults to be nice too, because now it's not just them. Now it's like, well... All the kids are friends with each other and they do nice things for each other so now like they kind of rope the adults into it like there's that one scene where um you know all the kids pick all the berries for this other you know some adult on the other side so then the adult is like okay well i guess i have to reciprocate you know because like to me i kind of read that as like that adult isn't trying to do something nice for the other person they're just they're just they can't allow themselves to be in debt you know so i feel like that's how this all starts is once the kids rope the adults into it the first adults they cannot be in debt they cannot owe another person anything so they reluctantly turn the berries into like jam or whatever and then give it to the other adults like here take it you know now now we're square and so then that adult's like well well, no, because I didn't do anything for you. It's my kids who did something for you. So now I have to reciprocate, you know, so then now I'm going to turn that jam and make it into like some pastries or whatever and give it to you, you know, and then eventually that reluctance just turns into what they do, you know, it turns into how they are towards each other until they all they're all nice to each other, you know, and this all improves the communication between all the residents, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's all fighting. There's no communication. It's just once the bell rings we fight you know and now now that they have kind of settled that now they can speak with each other you know now they can you know not, not only because they're nice but also literally there's now letters there's a post office where they can communicate with each other that way um and then and then in, in kind of a twisted way this brings the heads of the families together to form a truce you know this is in essence, it is a nice thing, but obviously in the moment, we know that it's short-lived. We know that they form a truce, yes, but it's to take down Jesper and Klaus, <laughs> you know, but e even in that one moment, like something that would have never happened prior to Jesper being here is the heads of the families form a truce. Um, and that, that does cause a domino effect, you know, I feel like this whole movie's domino effect, but this one's the biggest one, biggest example of it. Because what started out as a truce, as a enemy of my enemy is my friend, now gets turned into 
you know, this whole like scene, the climax of the movie where they're, it's like a chase scene. They're going up their presents and, you know, Jesper trying to make up with Klaus. We see that the two children of the two heads of the rivalry families, um, they grow a fondness for each other and then they eventually get married. So like, you know, with class soul thing of, uh, what was it exactly? It was like one, one act of kindness begets another <laughs> or something like that. Um, you know, that that's what happened here where it's like, they were all nice to each other and they were, you know, they were not actively trying to ruin each other's days, you know, Jesper and Klaus especially. They're just trying to deliver presents. And so that rubs off on everyone to the point where these two people, they find love for each other. You know, and now the two families, they can't really fight each other anymore because their kids are in love. And so they are eventually able to bury the hatchet and... They have a, a permanent truce. They squash the beef between the two families um, because they realize that, you know, some things are bigger than just a tradition, a very outdated tradition, something that's happened for, I don't know, hundreds of years, thousands of years, whatever it was. And it's like, you know, there are times in which that may have been necessary, but today's times, today's climate, very different than it was back then. I feel like we can just, you know, we can, we can get rid of that. Um, and then some other kind of like after effects of this and just more stuff that, you know, this whole thing kind of affects, um, you know, with, with, with the kids and everything and them being the starting point, um, it kind of comes full circle because now on the 12th year, Klaus disappears and joins his wife, you know, so him starting out with his wife and then really wanting a lot of kids and now it comes all the way back to the end of the movie where the kids who he helps and he brings joy to, which is the whole point of him really wanting kids in the first place, um, now is able to bring him to his wife. And you, you assume that that's kind of like he dies, <laughs> you know, but he is able to be happy with his wife and Klaus's spirit still delivers presents, delivers toys every Christmas. So, it's like, it, again, it, it kind of came full circle. You know, it was like, what was the, the, the thing in Endgame? Where it was like, you can rest now? <laughs> that, that's basically what happened here. Where it's like, he did everything he wanted to do. He was a very nice fellow. And he, with, with the help of Jasper, was able to change this town for the better. You know, set it on the right course, make everyone happy. And now he's able to find inner peace himself, join his wife, finally get to see her again and still bring happiness in which he, you know, he himself obviously enjoys bringing, um, you know, every Christmas. So that is kind of the roller coaster. Again, I already used the domino effect, you know, the, 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 the snowball rolling down the mountain of Jesper coming in with the help of Klaus, you know, bringing toys to the children and not even really realizing it. You know, I don't think that was either of their goals at the beginning. You know, I feel like Jesper was obviously trying to deliver as many letters as possible to get out of here. And Klaus, I don't think was aiming for big change. I think he was just like, bringing toys to people makes me happy. You know, like it, it gives me a sense of joy that I haven't felt since my wife was still here. 
you know so again neither one of them were having the goal of changing the town and breaking the tradition and forming a new one but they did it you know and again it is very smart and and not even like in universe but also like the writing of this film to be like this is how we're going to change stuff you know it's 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 not like everyone is going to get a sense of christmas you know it's not where this is going you know it's not like klaus is going to deliver presents to the two heads of the families and they're going to be like oh man a christmas present you know like that now will change like no we're, we're going to get through the kids who are a again they're the future and they're young and so they don't really have that sense of tradition they just have the sense of well this is what my parents do so this is what i do but it's not like the tradition that the that the adults have where they know the history you know and they they have the etchings and the <laughs> the, the the like uh model towns you know that 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 show the 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 constant battle the constant wars between these two families like the kids are just like hey we got presents <laughs> you know we can play with each other and like i don't hate this person i have no reason to hate this other person and um yeah they're able to change stuff it's it's very nice you know i was i was the kind of beginning of the movie didn't really have me too much you know it's kind of like where is this going you know but i feel like once jesper got to the town and even though he he, he terrible you know ter- terrible person he was a rich kid he was stuck up you know he was entitled you know it, I, feel, I feel i feel like even with the context of the film he still to me took a little too long you know to kind of have that turn in his character but i think once he really got to the town and even though it was still for bad reasons in the beginning once he started to really get the post office and connect with klaus it was really good um, and then, like I said, I do just want to touch on the Santa Claus isms or the tropes that they throw into this movie and they don't really make a big deal out of them. You know, it just kind of builds on each other. And I really like that that's how they did it. It wasn't just like all of these things already exist about this person, Klaus. You know, we kind of had a bunch of them reveal themselves once he got more comfortable. But then a lot of them were just random <laughs> you know, random events that happened, not planned at all. And of course, kids being kids where they dramatize everything, it kind of became like the, you know, his, his character, his story, you know, the, the like folk tale, right? Um, so, so there's just a bunch of them. Um, his, his, his classic Santa laugh, um, you know, we just saw once and that was when he was truly like, it wasn't necessarily happy he was laughing because of the, the like disbelief of the you know certain rumors that the kids were trying to tell and again it was him breaking down and him being comfortable in front of jesper um they get a reindeer for the sleigh right santa has his reindeer they're all they all have names like prancer and uh, buck and uh what are, what are the what are all the reindeer names obviously there's rudolph but there's like like Prant, I'd, I know Prancer. I think Dancer is also one. Is like, uh, yeah, I don't even know. I, I can't even tell you how many reindeer are there. <laughs> is there like eleven reindeer or something? I don't know. Uh, well, no, I think there's an even number, and then Rudolph, right? Um, it's like Vixen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
and then he obviously makes toys right like he made toys in his past he doesn't make them too much right now or at least like in the first 80 percent of the film um but then he did again you know so obviously santa making toys we got the workshop which i mentioned much later i guess but i'll bring it up now um you know because eventually they need to expand and now they have a legitimate workshop um and then we even have like the different um people the like sort of foreigners i guess um they come in and help and so they kind of are mimicking the whole like you know santa's elves type type deal um and then obviously letters from kids to which result in toys right that's the whole thing of you have to write a letter to santa asking for what you want um and then he will deliver it um and we have a few jesper things um, because Klaus never actually really delivers them himself. Um, so we have, like, Jesper delivering toys at night, which is a big Klaus thing. Um, because he doesn't really... I, I forget why exactly. I think it's just because he doesn't want to bring attention to himself. Um, you know, he, he he's doing this purely out of his own heart, you know, so he, he's not looking for, like, recognition or anything. Um, you know, J Jesper gets in by the chimney... Which is like, again, it's not planned. It's just something that's like, well, I mean, it can't go in through the front door. <laughs> Doors locked, right? Windows are locked, you know, so the only way to go in is through the chimney. If people don't lock their chimneys. Well, I guess some people probably do. Um, anyway, you know, uh, Jesper ate some of the cookies, right? So they're like, oh, you got to make sure you leave cookies out, you know, for, for Klaus or else. And it's like Jesper just once or twice, maybe he saw cookies, <laughs> in on the table and was like ah, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take one um and then jesper didn't want to give a toy to the one kid so we put coal in the stock again i already kind of mentioned earlier but but yeah again that, that, that wasn't planned it was just something that's like well that was the one kid who was really mean to me and so and like throwing like snowballs at me or whatever so i'm like i'm, I'm not gonna give a present he, he doesn't deserve one he, he was a bad kid so and then he looked over and saw coal and said i'm gonna put coal in the stock and ha um and that again then causes the whole another ism, another Santa Claus ism of you got to be nice or else you're not getting presents. Um, Klaus and Jesper get Klaus and Jesper get launched. Looks like flying reindeer, right? So yeah, it was the whole uh, the two heads of the family were trying to sabotage, trying to ambush them, and um, it like broke their sleigh and they went off a, a, a ramp and through the one window, the one kid. It looked like reindeer were pulling were flying and pulling the sleigh you know and i'm pretty sure that was the thing that caused klaus to laugh his laugh because um, he's like that's just ridiculous but again these are small things that can turn into more rumors and again like i said kids are kids so they're gonna see something like that and you know especially once one goes they're all gonna want to share their own little experience seeing you know klaus um you know trying to make him more of a man or more than a man. Um, in the end, he gets a red Santa-like outfit, which if you're on YouTube, you can see a little screenshot of it right here. Um, it's mostly red. It has some other stuff on it, too. It's not like exactly like the cliche Santa Claus outfit, but I, but I like that it isn't. You know, I like that they went a different route with it. Again, kind of going off of these, again, I'm just going to say foreigners because they speak a different language. I'm not quite sure. Um... You know, just live on a different part of the island. It kind of mimics their own outfits, but it's again, this one's more red, really nice. Um, 
And then last thing, they, they ended up delivering big batches of toys on Christmas. You know, that, that wasn't what they were doing in the beginning. They were just delivering them every night. And so now, Christmas, at the end of the movie, very big deal, right? That's, that's when they're going to have their big, their big blowout is on Christmas when everyone gets a toy. And then going further, um, you know, past that with Klaus's spirit delivering toys every Christmas. You know, so Christmas becomes the, the landing point for their little operation here. Um, and yeah, that's, you know, that, that that's all the ones that I remember. I don't know if there's any other ones. I'm trying to think of other, like, Santa stuff. <laughs> you know, like, what other Santa stuff is there? Um, I mean, we kind of sort of have a Mrs. Klaus. Mrs. Claus, right? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, that was Klaus. Again, I thought the movie was very good. Very much enjoyed it. There was lots of heart, lots of emotion, uh, you know, lots of humor here and there. Obviously, the partnering of Jesper and Klaus was very fun to watch because they're two very different people, um, especially on the outside. Not Not like physically. Well, I guess physically, but like also just like they're when you would meet each of them for the first time very different um and then we even have like some of the side stuff with you know i mean this isn't really side but the rivalry i like how that arc happened and then even with the girl the woman teacher that was nice you know that was a nice little b plot c plot type thing um of her you know pretty much losing all hope and just wanting to leave there saving money to leave there and then she has kids that come to her and like legitimately want to learn stuff even though in the beginning it was just to you know just to get toys but that that was enough to kind of sway her to be like okay mate you know okay fine i guess i guess i'll teach him a little bit and then she starts dipping into her savings and then she realizes that this is what she loves you know this is the passion that she has you know she didn't really want to leave here but no one sent their kids to school so why would i stay here you know um, yeah, yeah, and then even just another one I want to touch on is like him going to leave the island, and then we get in the boat, and then we see him miserable, and then you have the dad that just kind of sits across from him and looks at him, you know, gives him that look, and then we see Jesper on the dock. It's like, oh, that's so good. Like, it's it's so good that like the dad, like that's how you know that he was like legitimately a good dad where he wasn't like no you have to come with me you've you fulfilled everything now you're gonna come with me and be the next heir to my letter delivery company you know like no he was like you clearly love it here you know I've, I've never seen you put this much energy and passion into anything before i'm not gonna make you come back with me like if this is where you want to be like that and also just for his own fulfillment like I'm sure he not only loves to see that his kid is happy, but loves to see his kid, like, building something and making a name for himself, you know, and, like, fitting in with a community. Uh, but, yeah, those are just a couple couple little things there that I want to mention about the movie. Uh, but, yeah, overall, really good. I think if, uh, you know, I don't know, I, I, I definitely, this is one of the, you know, this is one of the more modern movies that I decided to put on here. You know, like, I've already done, like, Polar Express, which was older, you know, um, but it's nice, you know, it's nice that people are still making animated Christmas movies and, like, they're good. <laughs> you know, it's not just like, oh, well, it's Christmas, so it's, you know, we'll probably get decent numbers around Christmas and that, that, that'll that justify the 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 making of this movie. Like, no, this is, this is really good. You know, I think that 
this can definitely be one where you would watch around the holidays every year. Um, but yeah, let me know what you thought of the movie. Um, let me know if I missed any Santa Claus isms. I feel like I got them all, but let me know if I missed any of them. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow we got the last one. Um, you already know, which is going to be a Christmas Carol. Disney's a Christmas Carol. Gonna get into that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah, so uh, we're gonna wrap up Christmas week next week, and then or tomorrow, and then next week back to your regularly scheduled programming. Um, and yeah, like I said, just go to YouTube over at Tiger T, or go to any other podcast service. Links for all the places you can find this stuff will be down below. Um, again, if you don't watch on YouTube, to leave a comment. You can always go to the Tiger T YouTube, no, 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 Tiger T Twitter or my Twitter and leave a comment there. Let me know what other movies or shows or whatever you want to see me do. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. So until next time, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't let a dumb tradition rule over your life. How about that?